I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it when it's all.
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening, the people of God. Hallelujah. Because I believe you are all doing well. I believe you are all doing well. Akosia ADK, how are you? God bless you. God bless you. Matilda, God bless you. God bless you. Ella, God bless you. Mr. Pepragiate, Jerry, God bless you. God bless you. Fred, God bless you. Josephine, the Lord bless you for me. God bless you. Tommy, God bless you. The Lord bless everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all about Jesus. Amen. It's all about Jesus. We give God all the praise and the glory. We want to exalt his name for gifting us even with another wonderful and precious day. Amen. And um, this day, the Lord actually made this day that we will be empowered by his spirit to carry out the assignment that he has given to us. Hallelujah. I believe strongly that before we end this evening's meeting, the hand of the Lord will come upon you. The Lord will empower you even for greater works in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, we give God all the praise and all the glory. We give God all the praise and all the glory. Let's take a word of prayer. Mighty one of Israel, we give you glory, we exalt you. Thank you for blessing us, even with such a precious day. For we know that even as your hands have made this wonderful day, your hands have prepared glorious things for us to experience. For this reason, we pray in Jesus' name that you will open the treasures of heaven and pour unto us divine verities. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we ask, O oh God, that you will cause your countenance even to shine upon us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. One thing I ask, O oh God, one thing I desire within my soul and my heart this evening is that you will activate the giftings of the Spirit in your people. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that you will pour out even mountains, even on the heads of your people. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray even for the mercy of spiritual sensitivity. Cause your people to be sensitive even to the promptings of your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, that any spiritual blindness will be healed tonight. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, cause the eyes of your people even to be opened in the mighty name of the lord jesus let them experience even the signals of the holy spirit that your name alone will be glorified in their lives in jesus 
precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. All right. We give God all the praise and all the glory. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Paul said something to the church of Corinth, to the Roman church. Paul said something to the Roman church in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 11. Romans chapter 1 verse 11. Romans chapter 1 verse 11. If you have your version, you can post it here. But that is what the King James says. Paul said, For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. To the end ye may be established. Any version that you have, you can also post it here. Good. Alright, this version says, For I am yearning to see you, that I may impart and share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen and establish you. Hmm. This version also says, For I long to see you, that I, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you. The message says, the longer this weight goes on, the deeper the ache. I so want to be there to deliver God's gift in person and watch you grow stronger right before my eyes. My goodness. Right before my eyes. I want to watch you grow as I've delivered unto you gifts of God. Mm. ISV said, For I am longing to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. To make you strong. The Amplified said, For I long to see you so that I may share with you some spiritual gift to strengthen and establish you. People of God, this is what Paul told us. Paul said, Paul said that he's longing to see the children that are in the church of the Romans. And the main reason why he's longing to see them is that he wants to impart, impart gifts of the Spirit to them. And listen to the reason why he said so. So that they will be strengthened and be established. Are you with me? I've always realized something. One of the easiest ways to be to be discouraged 
in your work with God is when you don't have any spiritual gift. It is very easy to be discouraged in your work with God in Christianity when you have no gifts of the Spirit. Are you following? Can you all hear me, please? Good. So I said, one of the easiest ways to be discouraged in your work with God is when you don't have any gift of the Spirit. One of the ways to quit this your work with Jesus as a Christian is when you lack spiritual gifts. Hear what I'm about to say. Any believer that is not walking in any gift of the Spirit is weak. And also, he is not really established. Very, very, very necessary. I mean very, very necessary. So Paul said, I long to be with you so that I might impart into you some spiritual gift so that you will be strengthened and be established. If you want strong in the Lord. So you see, the same Paul will tell us that be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. One of the ways to be strong in the Lord is to, to have spiritual gift and to operate in it. Very, very necessary and important. There are many things you will never understand in God if you don't carry a certain gift and walk in that gift. When we tell you that Jesus heals, it is very difficult for you to understand the healing assignment of the Lord Jesus if you are not sick or you are not a, if you are not a healing minister. Are you with me? So those that are sick, that have experienced divine healing, and those that are walking in the healing gifts, they are the people that have understanding on the healing dimension of God. And you don't want to be the sick person. I hope nobody wants to be sick. <laughs> I know. Hallelujah. All right. So hear me, child of God. Every Christian must have a gift of the Holy Spirit. A gift of the Holy Spirit. And Paul said, he has come to impart, to impart into you spiritual gifts he has come to impart and that word impart is actually the greek word metadidomi metadidomi which means to share with 
to share with or to give over to somebody to give hallelujah and i'm about to say some few things about impartation that the lord will help us in jesus mighty name amen Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. Now, let me say something short about impartation. Then I move on to um, the practical. Teaching on the prophetic and show you how to activate the prophetic grace. Hallelujah. Now, you see, one of the problems that many young ministers actually、um, make, like the mistakes they make and some of the issues that govern their, their flow and their work in the giftings, is that. They don't know what impartation is all about. Are you following? That a man has laid hands on you does not necessarily mean you have been imparted. I hope you cannot hear me. That a man has laid hands on you does not necessarily mean that you have been imparted. Now, you see, Paul, look at the statement that Paul made. Paul said, I long to be with you, that I might impart into you spiritual gifts. So that,、uh, look at the number of times people have laid hands on you. Were you imparted? Were you able to walk in the graces that you were walking in?、Hmm? There are some men, mighty men. That poured oil and laid hands on you. What happened? Still, it looks like nothing happened there. You see? That is why you need to understand that impartation is not only on the side of the giver, but the one that is receiving also counts. Inasmuch as the problem can be from the giver, it can also be from the receiver. And I want to touch on these two sides. Hear me well. Listen to me. <laughs> I want to open your eyes on this one too. Hear me. It is not only good things that can be imparted, other negative things can also be imparted. It is not only good things that can be imparted. Other negative things can also be imparted. That is one of the reasons why, in the afternoon, I told you that God said something. He said, Don't prophesy to somebody you are angry with or angry at, because 
by so doing, you might share your emotions with the person. When, when I say sharing your emotions with some, the person, the anger that you have in your heart against the person might reflect itself in the flow of the spirit also. So once you are dispensing the word of God to the person, you will attach that which, that energy, that negative energy that is in your emotions towards the person. Are you following? Listen to what Paul said to Timothy, his, his son in the Lord. He was talking to Timothy and he said, Timothy, my son, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 22, he said, Do not lay hands on anybody speedily or suddenly. Else you will participate in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. And do not lay hands on anybody suddenly or quickly. Else you will partake. <laughs> this is where laying on of you see. And the other version says, do not ordain, do not ordain anyone hastily. First Timothy chapter 5, verse 22. The King James says, lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep thyself pure. Let me tell you something. That is one of the reasons why I've always been telling people that if you want to catch an anointing from a man, there are so many ways to catch an anointing. Are you following? There are so many ways to receive impartation. It is not only through laying on of hands. You can listen to a man's podcast or audio for like several times and catch a, a, a certain grace. I'm telling you, many people have caught teaching graces by listening to some of our sermons. They caught it because some of, some, some of them said, Man of God, we sleep with the message. We sleep with the message. Once we are sleeping, the earphone will be in our ears. And sometimes when we are reading the Bible, it looks like things are opening up. And when we are speaking, people are like, wow, your, your words are amazing. Looks like there's so so much fire coming out of your words. So you see, a man you have not even met physically, you can carry his grace and walk in the grace wherever you are. You can be imparted, you can share in the grace that is on the man's life. It does not only come by the laying on of hands. Even if it is laying on of hands, there are so many places we do lay hands. We don't lay hands on some people's head only. You see, many young ministers think that once we say laying on of hands, it means your head. No, 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 no. That one should be the last thing you should ever think of doing. And that one, it must come out of the voice of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> because not all heads, not all heads are heads. If you know, you know.
Are you with me? Good. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me? All right. Great. So learn these things. Paul said he longed to be with them so that he can impart. And I told you the word impart means to share with. I have something and I want to share it with you so I can give you some of what I have. So impartation actually speaks of somebody giving you what he has. And always put this at the back of your mind. It is not only the gift that the person carries. There are so many things that the person is also carrying. That if he does not put the barrier to the negative ones, whilst he is laying hands on you to receive the good, the negative can also flow. And this one is vice versa. It can be from the giver to the receiver or from the receiver to the giver. I've seen people that laid hands on people, prayed for them. And after two days, a strange spirit of lust came after these men of God. They laid hands on certain women. They laid hands on certain men. Not knowing these men or these women were already into these acts. That is why Paul was telling his son Timothy, don't be too quick to lay hands. Don't try that. Don't be too quick, else you will share in the sins of others. Do you know, sharing in the sins of another is also the same meaning as impartation. So impartation does not only move. Because whether you like it or yes, you have something. Are you following it does not necessarily move from the giver to the receiver. It can also move from the receiver to the giver. And that is what makes it dangerous. So if you're a young man of God, the, the last thing you should ever do is to lay hands. And that one, you should clearly hear it from, from the Holy Spirit. You can pray for somebody, prophesy to the person, and say, go, the Lord has touched you. Then you move to the next person. It's not by force to lay hands. Don't push people to fall down. That's not how the anointing works. <laughs> See, young men, they just want people to fall so that they say, Kai, power, power! So, so that they put their, their, their legs at the back of your leg and push you small uh, from brim. You see, those other people that are holding the microphone following the man of God, Wow, power, power. We call these things power. Hey! <coughs> you see, learn these things. The Lord will help us. Let me just say this. Let me say it. I'm saying it again. I'm saying it again. Don't be too quick 
to lay hands on anybody. It is, it is quite dangerous. Are you following? Because there are some people, they are very anointed witches. Very, very anointed. Oh, I'm telling you. Let me give you one secret they have not told you in ministry. Can I? I'm, I'm opening a certain secret that you might not know, but I'm telling you. But I'm speaking to you from the spiritual world perspective. So a lot of people might not know, but I want you to know. Listen to me. You see, whether we like it or yes, there are two dimensional moves in ministry. When I say two dimensional moves, what I'm trying to say is that we, have, we are children of light. We are ministers of light. I hope you, you know that. And the reason why we are ministers of light is that there are ministers of darkness and there are also darkness around us. Are you following? Good. Now, there are people that have engaged themselves on the altars of darkness. And we also supposed to engage ourselves on the altar of light now all these dimensions have energy levels and when i say energy levels i'm speaking of power so things are not the same in the dark world you don't enter into the kingdom of darkness as a man that you say okay i want to i want to be part of i want to do evil so let me just go and join an occultic team. You don't just join the occultic team and all of a sudden you have become the most powerful. No, it does not work like that. That is the same way things don't work like that in the kingdom of God. But in the kingdom of darkness, what happens is that once you are willing, once you are willing to throw away anything good and to do evil, it is easy for you to, you know, um, go high in the kingdom of darkness or it is, it is easy for you to be promoted I'm saying these things because you might not have been told and I want you to know can you all hear me? listen to me child of God so you will meet somebody who is very deep in the kingdom of darkness who has gone deep some people have killed over a thousand human beings in the spirit realm, their whole body, their whole souls have been drenched in blood and they have been promoted to higher realms. Some of them can use their eyes to set things on fire physically. Now, when you meet a person like this, then you don't come and say, what I'm about to say, many of you might be offended. When you meet a person, you don't say, you know, um, the Bible has already said that signs and wonders shall follow them that believe. So right now, so long as I'm a believer, are you, you demon? Don't, don't try that. Now, listen to me. It does not mean the devil is powerful than God. It can never be. That one is, is, is I don't know how to say it. it. There is nothing like that. Are you following? The devil cannot be powerful. It can't happen. 
But at that moment, check the energy levels. That is why Jesus was with his disciples. He prayed for them and said, go. When they descended, they met a certain man whose son was vexed with evil spirits. And all the twelve decided to cast the spirit out. They did everything they couldn't. Ah, were they not the disciples of Jesus? They did everything. Now, when Jesus came, Jesus looked at the manner of the spirit and said, This kind of spirit goeth not, except by prayers and fasting. You, when I was fasting throughout the night praying, you were asleep. You were asleep and you want to come and cast out the spirit. It's not possible. It's not possible. Now, it does not mean that they don't have the power of God. They carry the power of God. But it is to a certain energy level. You need to know that. Else you will be confused. I I watched a short video where a certain lady, (laughs) one man of God was casting out a demon and he called, you demon, you are too small. And he called one of his daughters. He said, my daughter, take the microphone. Cast the demon out. Then the daughter took the microphone and said, Papa has given me a microphone. He said, you demon, get out. The demon said, to where? I'm not going anywhere. Hey! He said, by the anointing on my father's life. He said, the anointing is on your father. It is not on you. <laughs> then the, hey! the daughter said, I set fire on you. You are burning right now. He said, I'm actually feeling cold right now. Hey! Then the demon looked to the lady and said, You have to pray. Oh. You have to pray. <laughs> the demon is advising the child of God. You have to. You see, sometimes we disgrace God. We just disgrace God. That's where the problem is. You can't just get up and say, God, I'm going. You have said in your word that we should go out and cast all devils. So I'm going, Lord. As I'm going, prove yourself strong. You don't, you don't, that is, that's very foolish. You don't do that. Are you with me? That is the problem that many Christians are making. You wake up in the morning and pray for 15 seconds and going for an interview with somebody who throughout the night was communicating with spirits concerning the same interview. <laughs> 15 seconds, he woke up and said, Lord, I'm going for this interview. Even the prayer cry, you are still afraid. Thinking, nah, nah, I'm foul. Nah, nah. You are going with... I want you to know this and I want to say something. I want to say something. There are levels in the power of God. There are levels in our work with God. The more you begin to progress in the things of God, there are certain entities you can handle. But there are some entities, the power of God in you at that present time that you have allowed it to manifest will not be able to handle them. Are you with me? Learn this one to help you. The Bible says, God is able to do exceeding abundantly 
above all that you ask or think, according to his power that worketh in you, not in God. There is a certain power of God at work in you. And it is by this power that God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. There is a power in us. So if God can raise the dead, it's as a result of the power of God at work in us. If the power of God in us has not been allowed to manifest through us to that extent, the dead will not be raised. Are you following? Good. So learn that. Learn that and build yourself. Learn that and build yourself. It does not also mean that don't go according to faith. It does not mean that don't go according to faith. But even the Bible says, even if you prophesy, prophesy according to the proportion of your faith. So there is a particular faith proportion that everybody has grown his original faith to. Are you following? Once you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, there is what we call the faith. The faith. And that faith is of the Lord Jesus Christ. The moment you believe in the Lord, that faith is established in you. And now, you are supposed to grow that faith to higher levels. That is why we all might not grow our faith in the same level. Are you with me? So that some people, they've grown their faith to a certain higher level. And based on that, certain things are not difficult to them. But there are some people also in the Christendom that will, will, will find some things very difficult because of the proportion of their faith. That is why even in the prophetic, the Bible said, prophesy according to the proportion of your faith. Now, let me give you some practical keys to the prophetic. The first thing I want you to know is that ask yourself this question. Why do you want to prophesy? Why do you want to prophesy? If I want to take answers right now, you know reasons behind people. You know heavy reasons. Can you all hear me? Can you all hear me, please? Good. Now, moving on to the practical teaching on the prophetic. The first question I want to ask is, why do you want to prophesy? Why do you want to prophesy? Why? Why do you want to prophesy? Yeah. 
How many of us want to prophesy? How many of us want to prophesy? Good. Good. Now, I know everybody wants to prophesy. The question now is, why do you want to? Why? Why? Somebody will say, man, I go, when I see somebody prophesy, I just, like, it's so cute. It's so, it's so cute. There. You want to prophesy because it's cute. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Let me let me tell you something. Most of the young prophets, deep inside them, there is a calling into the prophetic office, but they don't even know why God is calling them into that office. They don't know. They don't know, and they just don't want to know. This is where the problem is. Because anything that you don't find proper reason for, you can do it anyhow, and you will not know the essence. Of that particular thing. Are you with me? Yes. So you see, you need to know. I won't take you into deeper dimensions where we have to know the, the kind of God, the, the part of God where prophecy actually exists. Because there are so many dimensions of God. That we need to know where prophecy actually comes from in God. I won't, I won't go there, but I just want you to know why do you want to prophesy? Why do you want to prophesy? Once you get to know the reason and you get the reason right deep inside your heart, oh, you have passed. You have passed. You have passed the whole, you have passed like 40% of the whole assignment. I'm telling you that because the reason is where the problem is. And that is why some people are still praying for the activation of certain gifts and still we are not seeing anything. We are not manifesting anything because deep inside their hearts, full of pride. Full of pride. So to me, to me, be no who never want to be paid. They will change right now. They will not respect anybody. No, 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 no. That is very dangerous. Because a proud, gifted man is, is, is a time bomb. Very dangerous. That is one of the main ways to carry a particular gift is to check your heart and know the motive are you following yeah know the reason just know okay so why is it that god even wants to give me god told me that he's calling me into the prophetic okay god why let me just say this 
we'll come to the practicals. I'm going to give everybody a direction. There's a direction that God wants me to give, and I'll give a <laughs> kuvalata. If you do it right with the right motive, one day we'll come live in the, in, the, in the evening like this, and I will not talk. I will leave everything for the people, and you'll see what the Lord will do. Yeah, it is one of my, my assignments. About 90% of my um, you know, destiny assignment is to raise prophets unto the Lord. Yeah, so it is a mission. And I don't joke with it. That is why I try to pick things from the scratch for you to know. And come what, what will the prophecy do to God? Are you getting it? So you pick things from God. Then you say, do this, don't do this, don't go here. Don't do once you are. What, what if you value the prophetic? You will do what the Holy Spirit is telling you not to do. Yeah. And I'm giving you keys. I'm giving you keys. It will help you. Practical keys. Will, now, I'll point things that are, that are stopping people who are already gifted within themselves. Things that are stopping them from manifesting those gifts. Tiny, tiny, tiny things, but they are killing us. Tiny, tiny things. But we are dying. We can't manifest anything. The first thing is to know the motive why God wants you to prophesy. Hear me. I told you this. Any gift that the Holy Ghost has given to you is not for you. If you think you are gifted, so that is you. That is the moment you begin to fall in the gift. Put this at the back of your mind. You are not gifted for yourself. You are gifted for others. If you see it this way, you start seeing changes. Are you with me? Good. So I am gifted for you. That means if there is no you, the, 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 the gift does not have any relevance. The relevance of the gift is your presence. So I can't be gifted and treat people anyhow. It means I don't understand the basics of the gift. And anytime you miss the true purpose of every gift, the gift will start getting blind, no matter how sharp it was. And listen to me carefully. We don't use the gift to extort money. Are you with me? Good. Never say what God has not said because of money. Don't say God said pay this. The moment you try doing that, 
you will begin to very what I'm saying eh, a lot of pastors have suffered from issues like this. Telling you, now no 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 don't try that. If the moment you try that, you 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 will start. I don't know how to say it, but I don't know. Are you getting it? The same way we, we can have a sharp knife, but after two weeks, it will not be as sharp as it used to be. That is how the giftings will also be. Giftings become sharp in their manifestations when there is true meaning and motive and purpose attached to their flow. I'm prophesying. If I am not trying to use the prophecy to lift my shoulders, to prove to people that need to ID, you see that thing? But I have the, the heart of the souls. I carry the mindset of souls in my heart. You will see strange manifestations that you will be shocked. Learn this. It will help you. Sometimes, some of the fathers you will follow might not teach you the right way because but in their manifestations it might be different. That is why you need to learn the right way. I've always realized this. When it comes to the manifestation of giftings, most people, the way they flow in their giftings are as a result of what their fathers are using their gifts for. And that is where the problem is. So learn. I remember some time ago, somebody invited me for a program and he said, Man, I go so how, how much will I say? Oh, no, I don't charge. I said, ah, you don't charge? Oh, you are not doing ministry. I said, then what am I doing? I'm telling you, that's what the person said. He said, ah, that, oh, you are not doing ministry. Ah, Charlie. I said, well, I don't charge. How come? You know, when I'm done, if you want to give me anything, fine. Even if you don't want to give anything, fine. That one day, we leave it to God. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because you see, may the Lord help us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now, today, let me just um, touch on the prophetic. There are four main gifts in the prophetic ministry. Four main gifts in the prophetic ministry. The first one is called the gift of prophecy. The gift of prophecy. The second one is the gift of word of knowledge. The gift of word of knowledge. And the third one is the gift of word of wisdom. The gift of word of wisdom. And the last one is the gift of discerning of spirits. Discerning of spirits. 
discerning of spirit not discernment i'll talk about that you see if you don't the problem is this if you don't understand how the gift operates you find it very difficult to grow in it because each of these gifts has a way of growth they are not the same are you following i will come there now with the gift of prophecy listen in the times of old whenever so when you read throughout the entire bible you realize that anytime the bible says that the spirit of god has come upon somebody the bible said then the person prophesied haven't you read that in the bible so even when saul and his father's um servant were looking for the father's lost ass the bible said they came to meet the prophet samuel and the prophet samuel said don't worry the donkey has been found but you came here in this moment to receive an anointing to become the first king of israel and the prophet poured oil on him anointed him and said once you are going you will meet a company of prophets they will be playing tambourine they will be playing their harps, and they will be prophesying on the streets <laughs> they will be prophesying on the streets when you meet them the spirit of the lord will come upon you you will prophesy with them and you will be turned into another man now let me so look at this what does it mean to be prophesying on the streets does it mean they were walking about calling hey you come in the realm of the spirit i'm seeing that there is this is that what they say no that is not what prophecy is about are you following <laughs> because if you are trying to understand it from the way we see prophetic oh you will miss it you will miss it so in the times of food any time the spirit of god comes upon somebody the person will start prophesying what were they saying so the spirit let me just touch on this the spirit that was coming upon them was known as the spirit what we call the spirit of prophecy the spirit of prophecy those of you who have been in pentecost church you understand what i'm talking about there are moments during worship seasons all of a sudden a certain woman will walk to the um maybe the front and she will start speaking sometimes when you give them the microphone they can say few words in english or key and they can speak in tongues plenty see so they will go like me, Lise, 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 Miname, 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 Mantem, Kose. You see that thing? It is called the spirit of prophecy. Hallelujah. Now, that spirit of prophecy can, can come. This is what they were doing in the times of old. It was most of the times it was actually a, a way of glorifying God, like God was speaking about Himself. Are you getting it? 
Menyame. Menami bia o bia ntimi nkantum. Menami simi shramo. Se mo mama kwai tene o manimu a. Me pejamo, you see that kind of thing. That is how the spirit of prophecy is like. Now, hear me well. These were the same things that the prophets were doing on the streets. They were speak, it was like God was the one speaking through them. So you can meet somebody and the person is speaking as if it is God. The person's body is somewhere else, and the spirit of God is actually speaking. That spirit that comes upon them is called the spirit of prophecy. Now, when somebody has the gift of prophecy, the spirit of prophecy comes mostly on the person and it will leave. But when the person is gifted with the gift of prophecy, that spirit of prophecy is in the person as a gift. It does not come and go. So at any point in time, the person can speak what God is saying. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. Don't forget these things, Mr. Because these are the basics in our in our ministry. If you forget it, are you following? Good. Now, so the spirit of prophecy, when it can come upon anybody, like it can come upon a child, it can come upon a madman. Anybody, the spirit of prophecy can just come because when the spirit of prophecy comes upon a person, it seizes the person's faculties of thinking and everything, including the tongue. You will not say what you want, the spirit speaks through you. Good, but when you have the gift of prophecy, it has become a gift in you. So, at any point in time, it can manifest. It has come to stay. Aha, let me say it that way. Etiwumu anuwa betina eye eye achedi ya na medi achewo. Inya adiobi odi beto osun oje no osaje na adi ekole. Like Saul, after the spirit came upon Saul and he prophesied, we never saw Saul prophesying again because it was just a spirit of prophecy. But there are certain people. Any time we meet in church, you realize that that spirit, the spirit will come upon them. Some of you, those of you in Pentecost, you know what I'm talking about. That dickness, you know, they beer on one of them. So you know that this woman has the gift. It was not just a BC in This one dear, she has some of them have been doing it for years. And sometimes when they because it is a gift, they can even pick signals at home and they will call the elders and tell them that Then they will tell the elders. Are you following? Good. Good. Now, most of the times, the gift, the manifestation of the gift of prophecy is so broad. It does not really move on the dimension of individuals. Are you following? Most of the time. I'm not saying all the time. Most of the times. Most of the times it is about a church, it is about a group of like people, like 
at the business, something like that, most of the times. Are you following? Good. Now, and now we come to the gift of the word of knowledge. The gift of the word of knowledge. Now, this gift is when the Holy Spirit actually activates the faculties of a man to pick signals from him on the side of it is much more individualistic so let's say some a prophet has just visited you or you are in a church a prophet can just pick a name the moment the name comes you have to understand that it is the gift of word of knowledge let me say it in explain it in a simple way anytime somebody prophesies to you and you know what the person is talking about it means it is the gift of the word of knowledge are you getting it anytime somebody prophesies to you and you know you have knowledge of what the person is saying it is the gift of the word of knowledge so in the word of knowledge there is confirmation because the person has knowledge of what the prophet or the one that is gifted with that gift is saying so for instance if i mention your name you know your name you can say oh yeah man of god that's my name so you have confirmed you have knowledge of that that is the the gift of the word of knowledge and because it is of knowledge it mostly manifests on the dimension of somebody's past and present because nobody knows his future are you following it may come future somewhere you don't know and because this gift is the gift of the word of knowledge it is attached to a certain knowledge in the person so it must be on the dimension of the past and present so the gift of word of knowledge is actually the giftings that flows by picking somebody's past experience and the present very very important so a prophet can be prophesying and can go to extend and say ah even as i'm talking to you right now this and this and this has happened to you and the person yes man of god it is true that is word of knowledge now hear me there are so many ways to pick word of knowledge there are so many ways to pick word of knowledge so how do i pick what the holy spirit is saying to me about somebody how how so right now we are all in church we are worshiping all of a sudden brother ima will just come and say man of god whilst we were worshiping i saw ah ima you saw we're all worshiping why didn't i see some are you with me so what is so special about ima that he saw something and i did not see that's where i'm going to touch now so i'm coming Okay, before I move on to that, let me talk about 
simply the gift of word of wisdom. Just as the gift of word of knowledge speaks of a person's past and present because of the knowledge that the person must have, the gift of word of wisdom speaks of the person's future. And mostly, most of the times, young prophets start from this point. Most of the times, young, young prophets, they start from this point. So you can see, you can enter maybe any church and the prophet says, ah, you are going to be a great person. I'm seeing you, you, you enter into businesses, you become great, God will make you an MP. In the, you see those kind of words? Those words that you don't know anything about. That you have not yet become. That they are telling you that you will become. So anytime they speak of the future, it is actually as a result of the gift of word of wisdom. Sometimes it can be what is will happen tomorrow. So long as it has not happened or it's not happening, it is the word of the gift of the word of wisdom. Are you following? Learn these things. Because I told you the other time what wisdom is. How many of us remember? I told you that the reason why the Bible calls an ant wise is that the ant can see that it will rain tomorrow. Is that not so? And it will now prepare its food and hide. So the, the wisdom of the ant is actually based on its ability to see tomorrow that everybody has not yet seen. And so long as it is seen tomorrow, it can make plans today. That is wisdom. You see what is about to happen tomorrow, then you take a step today so that it will not be negative on your side. Are you following? So wisdom speaks of seeing into the future. And that is why the gift of the word of wisdom speaks more into the future. And we have the gift of discerning of spirits. Many people make this mistake by calling it discernment of spirit. There is no gift like discernment of spirit. Discern, discernment is different from discerning. Discernment is different from discerning of spirits. You know, they told people that um, for you to now know that this one is good, this spirit is evil. That is not discerning of spirit. Is that not what they told us? So that you know that this one is from God or this one is, is from the devil. That is the, is that not what they told you? <laughs> that, is, that, is not, that is not what it, it means. Listen to me. The word descending of spirits actually speaks of you engaging with spirits in the area. Like you have become aware and you are understanding what is in the spirit realm. Do you know you can tell somebody what is about to happen to the person without seeing or hearing? I hope you know that. And many of you, things have manifested through you like that. You just close your ah, I don't know, but I want to keep praying, okay? I don't know, but 
I've not seen any accident that is trying to you don't have not seen any accident, you have not heard anything. But you just look at the person, or it looks like there's an accident trying to happen. It, it can come as an impression in your spirit. Now, the gift of discerning of spirits is when there is seeing and hearing in the realm of the spirit. Because you can pick many spiritual things without seeing or hearing. But when it comes to seeing and hearing, it is a gift on its own. It is called the gift of discerning of spirits. And I've already told you that Anything you see in a vision in the realm of the spirit is spirit, even if it is a handkerchief. And spirit. Are you with me? You need to know this one. Anything you see in the realm of the spirit is spirit. So it is by this gift that your eyes will be open to see. So for you to see something in the spirit and say, ah, I saw a handkerchief. It means you have discerned what the kind of spirit you saw. Are you with me? Ah, I don't I saw something like a broom. You have discerned what you are seeing. I don't know, but I saw something like this. You are discerning what you are seeing. You are picking the thing. Because you can come to a place where the place you have entered the room, the room like feels so heavy, but you are, you are not seeing anything. You can't discern what is there. You can just say, no, like I do, but you don't know. You can't really discern. But when the Lord opens your eyes, you will now know that, oh, so this spirit was hanging here and I did not see. Once you see the spirit, you will know what that spirit is standing there for and you will know whether it is a negative spirit or a godly spirit so the seeing and the hearing in the realm of the spirit is descending of spirit now listen it is not only seeing and hearing because there are so many um, perceptive gates in the human soul than the physical body so many so 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 many there are dimensions in the spirit realm in the prophetic you have not seen anything you have not heard anything but in fact nothing has dropped in your mind but everything you are seeing is on point everything you are prophesying to somebody about is very true are you following yeah it is there. There is there is no there is no organ in the body like that. So you need to know all these things so that you know how to operate in them. Now listen, all these four gifts in the prophetic, they have different ways in growing them. Fasting and prayer is conch for every believer. And if you want to grow your spiritual gift very well, I'm giving you two keys. Fast 
fasting is dead. But speak in tongues more. Are you listening to me? Speak in tongues more. And hear me well. If you are called into the prophetic and God said he's going to open your eyes and your ears, listen to what I'm about to say. If you want to, if you want to grow in the seeing and the hearing, my dear, stop watching a lot of movies. You, you will spoil your gift. I'm telling you. Yeah. I've been there before. It troubled me for, for, for months. We were just playing game, playing game, playing game. You see? Where God actually reveals things to is known as the eyes of your mind. The eyes of your mind. When you are seeing something in the realm of the spirit, you are not seeing it with these physical eyes. In fact, these physical eyes does not see. You don't see with your eyes. You see with a certain organ called sight. Are you with me? Can you all hear me? Good. So you don't see with this, these are your eyes. You see with what we call the sight. Sight, sight. The, the sense of sight. There is always what we call sense behind every organ. Sense. You have the sense of hearing. That is where you hear from. The sense of sight. That is where you see from. Not this eyes. Because I've seen people that they have their eyeballs clear, but they cannot see. Haven't you seen people like that before? The eyeball, they were big, so come In fact, when they check, they are not seeing any problem with the eyeball, but still, they cannot see. The problem is from the sight. So if there is any working, you need to work on the sight. And that one, scientists don't really have a touch. Most of the times they fail. Are you with me? Good. So now understand these things and also know that there are different perceptive gates in picking signals. Now let's move into that. How do I pick something that the Holy Ghost is trying to reveal to me? Listen to me carefully. That is where the whole issue is. There are three main dimensions. Three main dimensions in prophecy. For a prophet to say, ah, dear sister, lift your two hands. The Lord is showing me something. It means something has already happened. And the, he's now saying it. 
Are you with me? The Holy Ghost is already aware of everybody's life from birth to death. He is already aware. But we, we don't know. Even what is ahead of us in the next one minute, we have no knowledge of it. But the Holy Ghost that made people, Job said, the Spirit of the Lord has made me. And the breath of the Almighty has given me life. Are you getting it? So understand that the Spirit of the Lord knows everybody from birth to death. But we, we don't even know. Our own, we don't know. How much more other people? But the thing is, inside everybody's spirit is what the, the Lord has recorded concerning their birth and death. Into anybody that is standing in front of you, in that person's spirit, there is an inscription of what he's supposed to do from the day he was born to the day he will die. Now, are you listening to me? Good. So now, I am standing, of course, I'm standing in a church. There are plenty of people there. And I don't know anybody. Now, the Holy Ghost that is in me knows all of them. Now, the Holy Ghost can tell me that there is somebody here. This and this and this is going on. And sometimes, how the Holy Ghost will do that thing is that he will open up the person's spirit to the prophet. Are you listening? And when the spirit of the person is open to the prophets, there are certain dimensions of the flow. There is what we call the secrets of the hearts of men. And there is what we call the secrets of God for men. They are not the same. The secrets of the hearts of men. So the Bible says, even when unbelievers come among you, the church, and by the, by the prophetic, you are able to tell them the secrets of their hearts. Now, let me ask this simple question. Now, I'm telling somebody what he has already planned in his heart. What kind of gift is that? Basically. Word of knowledge. I don't know if you are getting it. Don't forget it. Though. Exactly. The gift of... So you tell the person, say, Hey, how did you know? Like what? Like one time we were here, when say, hey, somebody is at the Fufu joint right now. If you are the one, let, let us... How many of us remember? The person said, Daddy, yes, please, I'm here. <laughs> We were fasting. We were fasting. The person just would never feel joint. You know what? Or say tea pot bean. 
whilst we are all fasting. <laughs> so you see. But yet, yet, you know. Oh, yeah. We, we caught Amabet also. No, we did bread and papa. I have fine. And at 12, no. 12 noon, yeah, 13. No, I bet you I have steady. So, you see, I'm just using it as an example to let you know that these are ways and means that the Holy Spirit ministers. Are you following? Now, hear me well. Hear me well. For you to be able to pick something concerning somebody, there must be a spirit-to-spirit connection. Are you listening? A spirit-to-spirit connection. The Holy Ghost. The Bible said, no one knows what is in a man except the spirit of the man. The same way no one knows what is in God except the spirit of God. I just said, Brown, no home, home, any no becatcher. Are you following? But how will I know that man's spirit? It is the Holy Ghost that will help me. So the Holy Ghost will carry my spirit and he will open the person's spirit to me. Now I can start the journey. And wherever the Holy Spirit will, will open you up to, Will determine the flow of your prophetic. Very, very necessary. Wherever the Holy Spirit will open you up to, will determine the flow of your prophetic. It is actually based on how you have allowed the Holy Ghost to mature in you. Because I remember some time ago, um, Prophet Prince Achumanasi came to UCC campus in the year 2013. And he called somebody who was ministering to the person. And if I when he called the person, I closed my eyes. I was standing with my, my brother, Apostle Joshua. And the moment the prophet called the lady, I closed my eyes and I picked something. What I saw was like a car that was moving with a tough speed. That is all I saw. And I told my brother, ah, I don't know, but... The moment the man, the prophet called this lady, I'm seeing a car moving with a very tough speed. I don't know. Then he said, really? Immediately the man said, I want to pray for you. Spiritually, the Lord is showing me that a car, I'm seeing a car moving with speed. Then, Then my brother said, wow. But that was the only thing I saw. But the man went further. Based on the level of his growth and how things were open to him. In that lady's spirit. Are you getting it? And he went further. To say. A car is moving with a very serious speed. And I saw that the car. Has involved itself in an accident. In a place like this. He mentioned the name. And gave the lady specifics. That 17 days from now. You will travel to your mother's place. And if care is not taken. You will get an accident. And he mentioned even the car's number. <laughs> he said, when you are going, when you get to the station, you will see that car. It is 20, 20 it is 2009 registered. Don't sit in that car. 
Myself, I saw a car moving with speed. That's all I saw. So based on the level that I had grown to, that was how the Holy Ghost brought the matter to me. But because the man had grown into higher level, because, let me just tell you this. Let me say it this way. Do you know that when you are even in your room with your, your brother who is two years old or three years old, or let me say five, and you are watching a movie, the same movie both of you are watching, you are 25 years, your brother is five years. You can look, you, you can look at the scene of the movie and sometimes you can just predict that ah, this might happen. But your five-year-old brother will sit down and cannot predict anything. Because there is no height in him to pick into future things. Are you following? Good. The same way when you are standing when there is something thrown from above the one that is tall can pick it first. <laughs> and with the shortingos. Good. So I'm trying to let you know that revelations can flow, but based on your height in the things of the spirit, you can pick certain signals. Are you following me? Good. And understand also that wherever you are standing will determine how you see things. When somebody is in an aeroplane that is flying over your house, the person can see the front, the back, the side views of your house at the same time. Whilst you inside the house, you can only see the front side of your room. So based on your height in the manifestations of the spirit, you can pick signals. Now let me say this finally and pray with you. And then I'll take some few questions. Then I'll give you the direction. So be I very serious with this. One of the ways to pick signals from the Holy Ghost. Hear me. Listen to what you are supposed to do. Listen to what you are supposed to do. The first thing is, be mindful of what you watch or listen to with your eyes and your ears, respectively. Be mindful. Be mindful of what you watch with your eyes and listen with your ears. Be very, very, very mindful of those things. That is why in the times of old, Prophets were not public people. Are you with me? Because most of the times, the things that God is saying is very different from what is happening in the, in the normal world. When we read through our scripture, anytime there is so much darkness in the whole world, that is when God is saying good things concerning his people. There was so much trouble, and he said, So much trouble. He went to the Israelites and said, Arise and shine, for your light is come. Meanwhile, there is darkness. But God was saying something different. So, if you're a prophet and you live among the people, 
when God speaks to you, based on what you're experiencing in the darkness, you cannot even go and say the good thing. But God will hide you somewhere and will train you in His economy. Do you know that if you're a prophet and you don't believe in miracle money, and God is opening your eyes to prophesy to somebody about miracle money, do you know that you can even edit that word? I hope you know that. Yeah. But you don't believe in instant healing. And God says, go and lay hands on this one. I'm releasing instant healing right now. You, you will start fighting with God in your heart. And the things you watch and the things you listen to, they are the things that will actually form your belief. You need to be very careful. That is why the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So be mindful. If you want to grow in the seal, I want you to know this. Be mindful of the things you watch with your eyes. And also, be very, very mindful of your imaginations. Very, very, very important. What do you imagine? What do you imagine? That is what the devil fights a lot of prophets, especially young prophets, on the side of their imaginations. It is a serious battle going on. And he uses that in the area to distort their mind's eye using the matters of pornography. Very, very serious issues with young prophets. They do that to kill the clean heart and the pure eyes that the young prophet is supposed to use. To pick clearly what God is showing concerning people. To be very mindful of the things you watch. Always really well. Pray in tongues aloud. Huh? Yeah. If you want to go in your gift. And pray in tongues with your heart. Don't. You see, that is, that is the reason why many of us are not going in our gift. You don't know how to. We just you are not serious. No, it's not about shouting, but let your heart follow the thing. I don't even get what I'm saying. Let your heart if you are if you are praying for gifting, so when you look at the problems going on in people's lives and you want God to use you to stop those problems. You don't pray lazy prayers like that. What is that? Go and hide somewhere. Some of you, that's the problem. No bomb pie now, not imaginations, not doors. The enemy will keep disturbing your imaginations. That's where the problem is. If you're able to be 
you grow exponentially in your seed. I'm telling you, exponentially. Pray in tongues like seriously. Let every part of you be involved. Uh, oh, bah, forget to be uh, any thought that drops in your mind. You can, you can rebuild that thought immediately in your own mind without saying anything and still come back to what you are praying. I don't know if you are getting it. Be very sharp and sensitive on this matter. Are you with me? Can you all hear me, please? Good. So pray in tongues with every part of you, with your emotions. You can pray in tongues. And while doing that, imagine yourself laying hands on the dead people. You don't get it. My imagination you follow empire. It is an energy that is moving. Don't be praying in tongues and thinking of the love and nonsense things. You are wasting time and energy. I'm telling you. Are you with me? Yeah. The Bible said, the heartfelt and fervent prayer of the righteous maketh tremendous power available. The heartfelt. The same way when your heart is after a woman, you want to kill yourself for her. You can disrespect your mother because of that woman. Let your heart follow the prayer. Are you with me? Let your heart follow the prayer. Follow the prayer with your mind, with your imagination. If you are praying for angelic activation begin to imagine angels in your mind begin to imagine begin to imagine angelic moves imagine these things when you see when you are when your imagination is spiritual it is very easy for you to pick signals from the spirit very easy very very easy don't watch football two minutes you will see mercy you see a Ronaldo on your eyes. I'm telling you. If you are very careful, hmm? and I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Yes. What you see. Hmm? What you see, you close your eyes and it looks like you are seeing something. The part of your eye that you are using to see that thing is called the eyes of your mind. 
That is where you see things. And that place you can distort in your eyes. It is like this. Let's say the spirit realm is a laptop and everything that is on the laptop. So all the files on the laptop is the spirit realm. And the Holy Ghost is a projector. And the eyes of your mind is a certain white screen. Now, you connect the projector to the laptop. And you connect now so that whatever is on the laptop, it will pass through the projector and it will be reflected on the white screen. That white screen is your the eyes of your mind, where you are supposed to see visions from. Are you with me? Do you know, sometimes you can write on the white screen to the extent that even when the projector has projected something from the laptop on the white screen, you don't even know whether the writings are part of the video or it's already on the... On, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Good. So when the white screen is not pure white, it will be very difficult. The problem is not from the spirit realm and the problem is not from the Holy Ghost. It is from where you are seeing the thing from. So your focus is to make sure that your eyes are clear. And how will you cause your eyes to be clear? That's what I'm showing you. Close. Ah, hear me. If you want to go and see you, hmm? pray more. Speak in tongues aloud with your eyes closed all the time. Don't be praying with your eyes open, walking about. Some of you, when I pray, what are you inspecting? What are you inspecting? If you are able to quit these small, small things and you begin to channel your imagination to highly spiritual things, you, you will get there. I'm going to give a direction. I'm going to give a direction. I'm going to give a direction. And listen to me carefully. Are you with me? Good. Everybody, if you are here, okay, let me see. If you are here and you are called into the prophetic or you want to activate the gifts, you want to activate the gift of word of knowledge, you want to activate the gift of word of wisdom, you want to activate the gift, um, the gift of prophecy and the gift of descending of spirits, let me tackle the, the gift of descending of spirits now. If you want to do that, I want everybody to get a bottle of oil and salt. Are you with me? Bottle of oil and salt. One bottle of oil. I'm going to dedicate tomorrow for that assignment. So everybody get it and let's join tomorrow's meeting at this time. I'm going to miss my And I know what God is about to do. Yes, if you have any oil there already, that is fine. Are you with me? 
But make sure it is not frightened or denied or delay oil. Get olive oil, olive oil, mm? olive oil. The one that is for anointing, not for cooking. <laughs> Are you getting it? Mm, so we will go to Kubangwa, Kubangwa, and the Abape. Amen. Now, Fenos, Yabema, and Yabre. If you are here and you know you are into any kind of um, sinful act, if you are into any addiction, Yabemba, Mpaye, break it. Anything that will be an impediment to the growth of your, your giftings, you will break it from your life. Paul said, I want, I want to, I'm longing to come to you to impart into you spiritually so that you will be strong. Bawa we niya kata unhuhe, unza wontehe, juko di bonia. Nwa nise wuko si jo 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 jo. Nwa to boni ni misi itapa. Amen. Ite radebe buwaye. Get ready. Get ready. I'm telling you. Sena minyame ya adumne ye bompa ene ye daesine ye nini biya. In free Hong Kong koti ministry. Amen. <laughs> yes, if you get the local salt one, that is fine. When you normal one, you will have no problem. Just join us. The exercise we have, we have to fast in the ceremony. We have to fast. Amen. Somebody said, Mama, oh, hey, I don't know what you said. I'm saying, hey, sister. Hey, I can say, yeah. All right, so please, um, when you are the stony salt, fine. When you are normal salt, maybe. Oh, yeah, can you be baby? Yeah, maybe baby. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you should be baby. Yes. So you just get small salt. And a small pound, so get it, get it, get it. All right. May the Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in Jesus' name. I make a prayer for everybody here that the Lord will activate. You see, I make us say, we be an agency or a series be on Netflix. Hey, Moana Mukumu, who you? I'm telling you. Moana Mose, you are a young lady. There's this gift in you. Who the movie a kum gift in? Hey, when you're careful. Movie sat, me tell movie back home. Highway Nisa, Ubetu. Huh? 
even people that are seeing open vision, they don't watch movies like that. Open vision, so ah, or she movie in the crampon, I mean, to me, being a new without him closing his eyes, they are still not watching movies like that. Please let us be careful. I'm telling you, let us be careful. That is one of the reasons why walking in the giftings because it is always against the physical things and fleshly things. Are you with me? You will be denied of some things in the flesh for, for some time. I'm telling you. You can't be walking about with friends like that. The only thing you must have been for like years. Because God is cultivating something in you for souls. Any lifestyle No, 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 no. That's why God wants to prepare you. So please get ready. We are going to fast. Uh-huh. The fasting period, maybe I will not tell you. It is different from the one we are going to do. God willing, this Monday we are starting um, 10 days praise and fasting. 10 days. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ten days. It is different from that fasting is different from what we are going to do. No. So get ready. We fast. Now the offer who did not It's not my fault. I beg. Are you with me? No, we are not fasting tomorrow. Don't worry. You get the oil and, and blend it. I will show you. Get the oil and the salt. And God will actually speak. And the very day we are going to start the fast. But put this at the back of your mind. We are going to fast. And we will go through some um, processes. God will help us. The way you used to talk. Hey, Evelyn. Hey, what? You will stop all those things. You will stop all those things. I'm telling you. Some of you, you are about to change you, you'll be shocked. <laughs> you'll be shocked of your own self. Parrot FM. Yeah, God is about to help you. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. I know by the time we are done with this assignment, some of you will start flying. I'm telling you. In Jesus' name. You will be shocked of your own self. The giftings will be activated. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Get ready. Oh, our girlfriend me and sat me to Dalmina, no more than an embryo in her at the end of the night. It's in a bomb pile of a gift now. Girls bet three a cone, Nancy Ho, Tiku, Ube, Ube, I. Oh, me, honestly, I'll tell you the truth. Never be there saying in Peter. Are you with me? Yeah. You just get to then you move forward. The Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen.
All right. I'm praying with all of you. Put your right hand on your eyes. Put your right hand on your eyes. Let me pray for you right now. Put your right hand on your eyes. Spirit of the living God, I thank you. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Right now, I declare, let the eyes of the minds of your people receive divine light in the name of Jesus. Let there be a release of visions in Jesus' name. Visions, visions, visions right now. Right now. Let the clouds be split open even in front of them. Let the sun shine. Let the lightning and the thunder of heaven be released in their souls. Any noise in their souls polluting your revelations today. We decree, let there be silence in your souls. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord is revealing some things right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Alright, now, within this short period, how many of us picked something? If you sensed anything, you saw something, how many of us picked it? How many of us? Within this short period, I'm trying to... Okay, my son Dakes saw something. Okay, Jerry also saw something. Okay, your hey, Vav, he saw something. Jackie saw something. You see, your, your, your senses have already been activated. You just need quietness. Lady Pastor Beckley also saw something. It might come like a flash. Wow, the man of God, Adam Fupa, also saw something. You see, it might not even make sense, but you have seen something. Just this short second, it means you are awakened. You need more time to build that awakening. And the Lord is going to help me with that. Hallelujah. I will help you. And um, oh, we will, we will be amazing people. I'm telling you. We will be amazing people. The same ministry. We are going to meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. even for um, priesthood time. God willing, tomorrow I will make time for us to you know, do the practical sessions and um, the Lord will help us. We prophesy to ourselves in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong. We shall meet this night at exactly 12 a.m. Shalom. Bye-bye.